Welcome to another episode of the Weekly Regular. My name is Asan, and I am joined once again by Derek Nickel. What's going on, Derek? What's up, man? How are you doing today? Oh, you know, just a uh, bunch of errands and stuff. I'm finish doing those uh, errands. Yeah, finish those errands. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, just doing a bunch of of getting my life together type stuff. Gotcha. Yeah, what about you? What Has are your you life doing? been out of order and now you have to, have you been procrastinating and now yes, you have to put it all? It's been a steady stream of mildly controlled chaos and I'm trying to rein <laughs> it in. Um, Fair enough. <laughs> no, um, but yeah, so I'm just doing all that kind of stuff today. What do you, what do you got going on today? Oh, nothing. I was working earlier today and mm-hmm. then, uh, yeah, now I'm done and we're chatting. Yeah, now we're chatting and now we're I get here. To, I, get to, I get to the good part of my day now. Oh, well, thanks. I'm glad I could be a small part of it. Oh. <sighs> <laughs> um what uh what'd you do this week? Oh, what did I do this week? Um Nothing. We had some friends. Uh they had their uh wedding wedding shower mm-hmm. reception. I'm not sure. They did a small wedding that was very private. Mm-hmm. And then they had dinners din- her her parents are divorced and then they had dinner with both of those parents respectfully. And we went to the okay. one that had her dad cuz um uh AJ knows her dad a little bit better, I think. I'm not really sure. Mm-hmm. It's I know the friends better than I know their parents. <laughs> the mm-hmm. relationships they're that in. That makes sense. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> that's more of what uh yeah, that's more of what I was dealing with today. That's pretty much the only thing I did this week. Um everything did else you, was Did you do was, anything to celebrate Fourth of July? I worked. Oh, you worked? Okay. Gotcha. I worked, man. Yeah. I uh I worked unfortunately. Gotcha. So. Uh was it was it busy? No. Oh, well, was, that's nice. It was painfully slow. Oh, well, that's not as nice. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not not good. It wasn't good. <laughs> um, I watched. Um, you know, that brings me into. Uh, we can talk about. I can. I'll lead into what we. Um, we were going to talk about what movies we've watched. You know, sure. in the last yeah. week or whatever. Hit me. We don't. We don't have to. But um, yeah, yesterday I watched all of the Ocean's Eleven trilogy, without. Oh, okay. Um, really wanting to it was just the only thing that was on tv <laughs> okay <laughs> like that's how slow it was as i went "Ooh, this will be a good use of my time like everything else was done Ooh, what else George am i Clooney. supposed yeah we have, what else am i supposed to do i just was like oh i haven't seen these in forever yeah speaking and of they were just as i remembered them uh, speaking of ooh, george clooney yeah <laughs> um i went to uh I, I went and saw um top gun maverick again last mm-hmm. night because I was hanging out with my uncle and a bunch of my cousins for okay. uh, Fourth of July, and they're oh, all like, "Let's cool. go see a movie." Yeah, and so I went and saw Top Gun: Maverick again in theaters, which was uh, which was great uh, seeing it a second time. But um, there was a trailer for a new uh, George Clooney and um, uh, what's her name, Pretty Woman, were Runaway Bride, oh, Julie Roberts, Julie Roberts. They're um, in a movie de- again together. Yes, and this time it's a romantic comedy. Ooh. Um, yeah, George remember Clooney. Those? <laughs> yeah, remember those? Yeah, remember those. George Clooney in this movie. It's like kind of like a Mamma Mia esque movie, but like it, it's like this movie was written for like a much schlubbier man than George Clooney is, because <laughs> he's okay. He's playing a. Uh, so basically, the premise is George Clooney and Julia Roberts were once married for uh-huh. five years. Uh, and I believe, yeah, they had a child together and the, the child, their daughter is now, uh, in her twenties and is getting married in Bali, Indonesia. Of course. And, um, 
which is bringing back George Clooney and um, Julia Roberts together for the first sure. time in sure. 20 years or whatever. Uh, and Julia Roberts has gone on to remarry some guy. Of course, he's probably, you know, some comedian uh, playing him. I don't think he was in the trailer. If I, I don't recall if he was. Okay. But um, she's married some guy who's obviously gonna, not going to be as, ham- as handsome as George Clooney. And George Clooney George is... George Clooney. Yeah. <laughs> is <laughs> and, my answer. And George Clooney is kind of playing equal parts like... Is he Jade- trying to play a goofy dad? Well, no, not goofy. He he's playing like equal parts, like sort of jaded, rich, like investment banker guy who's just okay. like wants more out of life, right. and also like, and like an out of touch old dad, and it's like, like there's a line in the trailer where they're mm. like trying to get him to swim with dolphins, and like he's supposed to be playing this guy who like I I'm too buttoned up and only care about finance, and he's like he's like, but they're no. not made of money. <laughs> yeah, he's like. <laughs> He like they show a shot of the dolphins and he's like scared to get in the water. He's like, "Are you sure they're not sharks?" And like, okay, that's a fine line, but like George Clooney, is it though? George Clooney knows what dolphins are. Come on, man, he's cultured. Well, <laughs> you would think that a guy that's in that position that is a finance guy, you know, yeah. like he'd be a little like they're supposed to be smarter than us, apparently. Yeah, but, but like, yeah. They're trying real know. hard to make like George Clooney into like the everyman kind of dad he's guy, not. and he's just not. He's, he's not. not though. <laughs> no, like, he's, he's not. one hundred percent not. You do not cast George Clooney as the everyman. That's why we have George Clooney. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's the um, one you bring in when no, when you need like, just like, bourbon as a human being. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's the best way I can describe him. He's just the smoothest bourbon you've ever had. As a human being, mm-hmm. that's exactly who he is. Um, so, I, and believe me, I watched three movies of his yesterday, so I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully, there's more to his performance and what he was given in that trailer because he, he seems w- miscast, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah, probably. it's it's almost like they're trying to make him play like a um, like if I were to cast it, I would have cast somebody like. I, I don't know, just someone more normal. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> James Brolin would be a good one for that. I would believe that he is uptight. Josh Brolin? Oh, sorry, Josh Brolin. Yeah, James is his father. I don't yeah, think James, James is, is still dad. alive. Sorry. <laughs> wow. He might be. Whoops. Um, he might be still alive. No, Josh Brolin. Absolutely Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin. Yeah, Josh Brolin. Yeah, I get that. I would believe that he would be like, if he came in, he was like, with his smoky eyes, and he'd just be like, are you sure these aren't sharks? I'd be like, that is really funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. George Clooney goes, are you sure? That I'm like, I don't know. I don't buy it. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, man. Like, I want to. But yeah. he has predicated his entire career on being the sexiest man alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You do not get to turn around and then go, I'm everybody's dad. Like, no, you're not. You're not the dude that makes jokes on the lawn at a 4th of July barbecue. You're just no. not. You're the guy that comes in that your daughter's friends are like, maybe I'll have sex with him. Yeah. Yeah. They like they this this script was clearly written by some screenwriter who was on retainer at one of the big studios like oh, 12 be. years ago yep. and it was written for like Vince Vaughn or Kevin they James found it, <laughs> a dusty like copy yeah. of it in some they're like we need a romantic comedy <laughs> they're like you know what let's bring back George Clooney <laughs> <laughs> everybody'll like that <laughs> exactly um I would so leave yeah him as a spy <laughs> I yeah, I would. That George Clooney would make a great spy movie. Yeah, it's it's time George Clooney does like his, 
like return like old George Clooney Renaissance movie. role. Yeah, yeah, I want to yeah. see that. Yeah, I'm ready for him to do his old man action movie, and I'm ready for Pierce Brosnan to do his old man action movie. Totally, totally. Those Pierce are the ones Brosnan's I'm ready great. for. Like, let's let's stop with the Liam Neesons and the Bruce. <laughs> I mean, well, Bruce Willis stopped, but like, let's stop with the Liam Neesons and mm-hmm. let's stop with all the like the guys that do it all mm-hmm. the time, and let's mm-hmm. throw it at like the guys like Jackie Chan did his old man action movie, and mm-hmm. it was amazing. Yeah. But it's Jackie Chan. We need Chan. more Jackie Chan movies. <laughs> God, we need more Jackie. He, he still makes them. He still That's makes true. them in China, but they never get released here. That's true. Dude, he like never... It makes me so mad. We're not going to go down that path. <laughs> um, we have to burn some time. Um, yeah. No, uh, I want to see... Yeah, I want to see those old man action movies. Let's get it on. Yeah. Um, so you said uh, you said you were perusing um, the the movie webs, I was. and you said you found a couple things. What would you would you yeah. find to talk about? So I have like one and a half things about Avatar. Okay. And then uh, this other movie that looks really cool. There's not a whole lot about it, but it just looks really cool, and I want to talk about it. Bring it cool. to the attention of the listeners. Let's do um, it. Okay. So first things about Avatar. Uh, did you know that Stephen Lang is back? I had heard that. Yeah. He's back. In That's an great. avatar body. Oh, have we seen an image? <laughs> There's an image. Oh, okay, I'm pulling it up here. Let's see. Stephen it's Lang in Twitch an avatar hair. body. <laughs> I can't wait. Oh, yeah, that's dude. cool. And uh, Lang's description of it is said, uh, Lang's quaritch is, quote, bigger, bluer, and pissed off. Nice. So that's going to be real fun to um, watch that. And I didn't realize he was coming back. So because mm-hmm. of that, I'm 100% going to go see this movie now. Yep. Um, yeah. And then the other th- thing about Avatar is that James Cameron has uh, announced that he might not direct the planned sequels. Mm. To which I go, no, you finished <laughs> this project. Yeah. <laughs> You don't just get to wash you your hands of this. You don't get to walk away after doing this. Like, I'm sorry you spent your last like couple of years, instead of making a mo- making the movies you wanted to, you spent perfecting technology to make those movies. That's not our fault. You um, finished this movie, sir. Although I, I... No, I totally hear you. But I also I, I'll, understand it. Yeah, and I also, like, the thing about big, uh, uh, like... I think that's a very old school thing to do, like big tentpole franchises kind of handing them off to other directors to see what they can mm-hmm. do with them. Yeah. Um, obviously, James Cameron was famous for doing that, <laughs> uh, especially with like Alien and things like yeah. that. Well, that's how he made his career was getting yeah. those tentpole stuff handed to him. Yeah. I mean, not I, handed to him. The dude worked for it. I'm not like yeah. discounting his hard work. He's he has earned his place like among you know what I mean? Like Aliens is one of my favorite movies of all time. So. Totally. Um, I'm I'm really uh, so if that if that is the case and they do hand it to another director, I'd be interested to see what mm-hmm. someone else's vision inside of that universe looks like. You know what I mean? Exactly, and that's what I was saying. I was making the joke that he doesn't of get course. to walk away because, like, obviously the man has earned the right to be like, and I'm done. Like, yeah. whenever he wants to be done, great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I doubt I, he, I is, doubt he'd walk away altogether. I'm sure he'd no, be involved. No, I think he would be, have an overhand. Like he would have probably full creative control. Mm-hmm. He just wouldn't direct them. Mm-hmm. You know, 
I bet they're very tiring to direct. Oh, I bet they're exhausting. (laughs) Like all that running around with that huge apparatus. Have you seen the footage of him trying to fit? I'm like, that giant iPad thing. It's a full body workout trying to get your film made. He's like moving it around and trying to. I'm like, that thing looks like it weighs 18 pounds. Yeah. And you're holding it out like two and a half, three feet from your body, like squatting underneath. I'm like, dude, okay. There's going to be some really cool, like fluid motion shots in that. But wow. And 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 the silver lining, if he does step away um, from directing Avatar uh, mm-hmm. sequels, that I mean that potentially frees him up to direct other things. Which exactly, is, and is that's cool. why I would love to see him do something because that's honestly something that I've missed. Yeah, is James Cameron's voice in yeah. cinema. Yeah, he hasn't because made a different film nope. in like a decade at least. <laughs> nope, he's been gone. <laughs> that's crazy. He's, he has disappeared, <laughs> fully disappeared. And it just like, and now he comes back and he goes, I don't think I want to do this anymore. And I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, we fully support that decision. Totally. <laughs> You've earned the right, sir. Absolutely. Oh. But also, if you could do just like one more sci fi <laughs> movie for me, yeah, like, that'd be great. <laughs> a la Alien, something scary, that mm-hmm. would be something scary and action based, would be really nice if I could just get that out of you real quick. But totally understand if I can. <laughs> What was the other piece of Avatar uh, tidbits? Oh, that was it? Okay. That was just those two things. And then um, Viola Davis is going to be, I don't know if you've heard about this movie. Um, John Boyega is in it too, uh, called The Woman King. I actually saw a teaser for that. Did you? Yeah, it looks good. I think it looks great. That looks awesome. I just found out about this, and it looks Mm -hmm. amazing. And I was thinking about this Mm -hmm. because, let's be honest, Old history movies about white people are just tired and played out. Like, we've yep. seen all the stories we can and want to see from them, mm-hmm. at least in the way that you can tell them well, right? Yeah. And then I was thinking about it. I'm like, oh, yeah, because I was so tired, like, listening and hearing people being like, well, what stories are we supposed to tell next? I mean, where else do we go in history? I'm like, everywhere. <laughs> the rest of the planet? The rest of the <laughs> world. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Like, all of it. Like, yeah. I've heard of the Agoji, but I didn't realize they were making a movie about them. And I was mm-hmm. like, heck, yes. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, like uh, ancient African history that like is so rife for storytelling, oh, and it well, just hasn't been touched. West African, they got yeah. down, dude. They love to fight. I know they were Hollywood was kicking around the idea of doing a like a Hannibal movie um, yeah, for a they while. Were. Um, Dwayne Johnson was attached amazing. at one point. Yeah, yeah, he was attached at one point. Uh, Vin Diesel was attached at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, dude, I still think they should make it. That would be cool. Like, North African. You want to do, like, swords and sandals stuff again? Yeah. Take it to North African Rome. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And, like, Carthage. Or do the Carthaginian Wars, where it's like mm-hmm. Rome is fighting Carthage across these... Oh, Sorry, my nerd brain just freaked out for a second. The, the possibilities of this are <laughs> yeah. like, there's a lot of like, soundtracks going on in my brain right now. Yeah, exactly. The Gladiator <laughs> soundtrack. <laughs> Sweeping vistas of planes. Oh, dude. So many, with so many triremes on the ocean where you're just yeah. like, yes, stuff's about to burn and sink. <laughs> Exactly. Because that's the naval warfare. Like, we haven't seen a good naval warfare, like Greek mm-hmm. naval warfare battle. Yeah. Because I know. that stuff got violent. Like, yeah. we're talking, these are ships that are basically, they're like, but what if we just, they're like, we don't have the influence to really accurately shoot things at a distance while we're on mm-hmm. the high seas. So what if we just rammed our ship into another ship? 
So they literally just started constructing them as bat, like floating battering rams. <laughs> Dude, that yeah, that's that's Dude, such an so they'd insane. They ram into another. Sh- they ram into another ship, dump oil and fire all over the deck of that ship, and then reverse oars and like back it out. Or they'd, <laughs> or they'd like ram into it and then flood the other ship and then just fight hand to hand on the deck. And you're just like in the rolling seas of the Mediterranean. It's like, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to see that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and did, this is going to give me this movie. Yeah, Woman King is going to give me a little bit of that. Like, yes, just a little taste. Like, we haven't had a good, like, good, like, history movie in a while. That's true. Yeah, there hasn't like been one in a minute. Epic history movie. We haven't had one, and people have been trying, but they've been kind of like, yeah. And I'm like, I, I just. Like I want something good. I need something new and fresh to like truthfully give me a reason to start researching a bunch of new stuff. Totally. I mean, we are getting that. Um, we're getting that Napoleon movie from uh, what's his name from the Alien director. Um, Ridley Scott. He, Ridley Scott is doing a uh, yeah, a Napoleon movie. Ridley Scott also just did the Last Duel, and that was <laughs> ah. Not good. That's true. <laughs> I'm kind of done with Ridley Scott I think mm-hmm. I think he's too old I think he, he's yeah. I think he might have just lost his touch you know and that's okay yeah. there's nothing wrong with that but that's why I'm like give me more James Cameron yeah I know I hear you what's uh George Miller's up to something too what's he uh, up to yeah he just made that movie about uh Idris Elba as a genie oh that's right that's right 30 mm-hmm. 30 thousand years of wishing or something or like longing that. or something of longing like that. yeah I'm gonna look it up right now yeah that's right he did do that okay yeah. That's cool. Yeah, so he's he got something cool coming things. out, and I'm definitely happy for him. Um, oh, and he's doing he's well, he's producing the Furiosa prequel, the Mad Max mm-hmm. prequel. So he's got some things coming. He's doing he's, he's definitely doing some got things. some stuff going. He's, but that's why we're gonna take a look at his IMDb page right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's crazy is he did the Happy Feet movies <laughs> and Babe did Pig he? in the City. Yeah, and Babe Babe Pig in the City. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> He has like the most random career, <laughs> dude. He did. Yeah. He did. He's responsible. <laughs> That'll do, pig. That'll do. <laughs> he's also has. He's also gonna be. Oh, it's filming. There's a Furiosa. Oh, he's. Pro- it's listed under his directing credits as well. Yes, I'm looking at producing right now. Oh, okay, but I'm gonna gotcha. look at. Sorry, directing right now. No, you're fine. No, no. So he is currently doing. Oh, this might be the same project. Oh, okay. There's listed as an untitled Mad Max project mm-hmm. and a Furiosa project. Both are listed as filming right now. The mm-hmm. Ma- untitled Mad Max project from two thousand from twenty twenty two, and the Furiosa is twenty twenty four. Yeah, they they might be the same project. I think they might be, but I wish IMDb would clean it up because it got me really <laughs> unnecessarily excited. Like, yeah. ooh, child. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, looking through some of these headlines, um, on uh, this is all this is coming soon.net, of he course. He did do Babe, he did Babe, Pig in the City, crazy, huh? <laughs> That's insane, man. Um, let's see what else we got here. Um, not a whole lot. Um, uh, rewatching, uh, what's it called? What was that movie I was just talking about? Rewatching, um, oh, uh, Top Gun Maverick? Top Gun, yes. Uh, Glenn Powell's really good in that. Is he? And yeah, he's really good, and I'm excited to see him in other stuff. 
I need to see. I have confession. I haven't seen Top Gun yet. We were oh, gonna go man. see it, and we went to go see the Elvis movie instead. Okay. It was it was not my choice. <laughs> and I don't. Uh-huh. Oh no! There's no malice in my oh, voice. Okay. There's no begrudge. I am not angry about this. It gotcha. wasn't like I was like, oh, I'm just stupid. I hate this. Why want to go see Elvis? Man, I don't know. I was like, I was happy. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, that's fine. I truly didn't care. So I still haven't seen it, but I gotcha. really want to. Um, but it's just, I just, yeah, kind of burned the opportunity. Mm-hmm. And then I'll say this for when we talk about this later. Afterwards, we both wished we'd seen Top Gun. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what I'm hearing. Uh, some people are saying the Elvis movie is really good. I've also heard from some people it's not it's not great. Well, I um, hate to tell you those people that you know that said it's good. I they're wrong. <laughs> I hear what you're saying. I don't, I don't know, but I the answer is no. <laughs> you need to hear me. No. <laughs> yeah, uh, I just yeah, it's you know. Whatever. Mm-hmm. We can we'll talk about it in a little bit. Yeah, Glenn Powell, um, who's like kind of there's no real uh, like there's no character who's really like an antagonist in the movie. It's more of like an ensemble where mm-hmm. everyone's kind of the protagonist working together. It's it's oh, kind of so like a team. yeah, it's like a sports movie. Honestly, it's oh, like good. yeah, it's like a sports movie, but in the military, but with um, dog fighting. Yes, but Glenn like Powell, that. Glenn Powell, kind of plays like the sort of like. The hothead who kinda is a protagonist to some of the characters, but becomes redeemed by the end. Um, and he's he's really good. He's really charismatic. He's funny. Um, he's he plays a really good uh, jackass. Uh, he is going to be leading apparently a buddy cop or a buddy comedy pick with Nick Jonas called okay. Foreign Relations. Okay. Um, let's see what this I, is about. I'm down to watch that. Yeah. <laughs> I never uh, thought see. I'd say that, but. Hmm. Um, I'm down. I don't think there's a plot synopsis here, but it's called Foreign Affairs. Foreign Relations, excuse me. So we'll see. Um, but yeah, those are two very handsome gentlemen who will uh, <laughs> who will be leading that film. Probably spies of some sort. Yeah, probably. Probably. I would odd, w- cu- odd couple spies. One's really schlubby and kind of like, hey, man, whatever. Don't have a, like, take a chill pill. And the other one's like super uptight. Yeah, I could see it being a movie. If I'm going to guess, they both are playing like some kind of spies who are like on a mission undercover somewhere and like one of them or both of them start to fall in love with like uh two women they meet over there or like yeah. part of their deep cover detail or whatever. Yeah. Um something or along those other. lines or each other. Um Something like that is going to happen. Where, That'd be like maybe, cute. Maybe Two one of them falls fall in, in love, love, and then the other one has to try to like cover for him or something like that. It's going to be something yeah. like that. Yeah. I'm sure foreign relations is a pun. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because Hollywood. Or maybe it's two spies experimenting with their sexuality for the first time. That'd be great, too. Foreign uh, relations. Yeah. Um, Kate Winslet is in uh, Avatar 2. Is she? Yeah, she's a oh, Navi nice. character, uh, and she's like sort of it, she's like one of the characters who's like standing next to the guy who looks like like he's kind of got like royalty stuff all over him. So maybe Is she's the like the, the queen or so. Yes, that guy. She's the one like standing next to him. I that guess? makes sense. I knew yeah. I saw that face. I was like, that face looks familiar to me. Yeah, she's a deeply loyal and fearless leader, as described by. Uh, the avatar people okay so there we go all um, right then <laughs> yeah i i thought it'd be cool to talk about some of the stuff um 
uh, that we send back and forth to each other on Instagram yeah. throughout the week. Let's <laughs> pull it up. Because um, I thought there were some cool things in there. Um, movie related and otherwise. Absolutely. Um, the last thing you sent was uh, this <laughs> this extra in the background of yeah. Doctor Strange. <laughs> Doctor Strange. <laughs> Doctor Strange in the multi- uh, Multiverse of Madness. She is. Okay, she, she is. I cannot going. believe this made it, this made like this into how, the movie. How how did no one see that? Or maybe that's just the best take from Benedict Cumberbatch they had, and they were just like. Uh, hopefully nobody notices this. <laughs> like she's killing it for like the first few seconds. Like she's having oh, a very natural like conversation. The first five seconds, you're like, <laughs> nothing wrong there. I was like, what's the problem here? And then I was like, oh, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, the longer she's they trying to take it over as her, it's her movie now. Yeah, the longer they linger on this shot, like the more she like makes it obvious she's not trying to look in the camera, but looks in the camera multiple times, so many times. <laughs> She's great. <laughs> if I was still on set, I would just be like, oh, "No." <laughs> yeah, she, it's like someone's mom wandered on set. It was like, "Oh, this yeah, is fun." Janice, get out of here. <laughs> yeah. All right. Exactly. Who let your Terry? Why is your mom on set? <laughs> yeah. Um. I promised her for Mother's Day. <laughs> uh, before that, um, we shared. Uh, when was it's it? It's like she becomes aware of where the camera is and then can only focus on that spot. It's so while funny. While trying to avoid it. It's so funny. I get it, though. I get it. It's hard not to look at the big camera in front <laughs> of Benedict too. Cumberbatch. Um, uh, then I'd uh, stare straight into it. Just be like, <laughs> hi. Uh, IGN gave a review of, Lord, of Thor Love and Thunder. Yes, uh, gave it a seven, which is pretty mm-hmm. positive. That's pretty good. Um, I'll read this. Here's from IG, IGN. Christian Bale's gore feels under, underutilized, and Tessa Thompson's King Valkyrie takes a frustratingly uh, takes a frustrating backseat, especially as the movie goes on. But with Hemsworth as enthusiastic and as guardian as ever, Thor's future with both Love and Thunder are bright. Link in the bio for our full review. Um, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. I think the consensus is that this movie is uh, r- pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. Chris Hemsworth is as good as ever. Um, one other thing, this I don't think this was listed in this review, but one other review I saw said that the movie, like while it is a very satisfying story of Thor kind of self-actualizing, uh, it, it kind of feels like the Marvel Cinematic Universe is kind of unsure of where it's going to go next, and you yeah. kind of feel that in the movie. You can, and you can sense that. Right. Which is, you know, is fine. That's going to happen. Yeah. Um, obviously, we have not seen it yet. Um, we'll talk more about it once we see it, but that's totally not enough to derail me from oh being excited boy, about this. <laughs> howdy, will we? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to see the movie. Yeah, um, it's going to be good. You have plans to see it this weekend? I do. Um, we're probably going to go see it Sunday. Nice. Yeah, okay. probably Sunday, something like that. You know, do a whole grab some dinner. Yeah, make a make a make it a, a night thing. out of it. Make, make a, a, make a it. it's make a thing. It's Thor. Yeah. It's love and thunder. You got to bring the love. Yeah, exactly. Thor brings the thunder. You bring the love. <laughs> <laughs> as I always do. You know as me. I, yeah. Just constantly bringing the love. Um, also, uh, you sent me this from Heroic Hollywood. Uh, apparently, there's some story about David Harbor calling. Yes. Yes. Uh, you want to yes. talk about so, this? Yes. Yeah, so when um, it, it was reported by uh, GQ. Uh-huh. An interview with David Harbour. Um, apparently, David Harbour called Ryan Reynolds the day Hellboy released in theaters, and he said, <laughs> "And I, it's a quote from Harbour." Said, "I was like, hey man, I just need to know something. You know Green Lantern? 
huge flop for you. What the fuck is that like? Because I'm gonna hit. I'm going to hit that right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Now I'm I'm pulling it up because I want to see. I'm pulling up Box Office Mojo because I want to see what yeah, it did. Yeah, let's check it. Oh, it did not do good. Oh, it didn't. Okay. Oh, it did. It did abysmally. Like to oh, the point where no. they'll probably never try to make a Hellboy movie again, and it makes me very sad because they've never actually really made a Hellboy movie. Yeah. Like Ron Perlman. This is going to be blasphemy, and I know there's going to be a lot of people out there that'll be like, Pearl Clutcher, how can he say this? Yeah. But I love Ron Perlman a lot. He's amazing. He's so Mm -hmm. good. However, his Hellboy movies, they're too cartoony. They're not dark Mm -hmm. enough. The Hellboy movies are like horror movies. Like, they should be these, it should be a horror, the tone, the tone of David Harbour's movie got it right. Yeah. The fun of it can be found in the in the Guillermo del Toro movies. Yeah, I would agree. Right. Yep. So, but you need to find a way to blend those two because it's supposed to be immensely fun, but it's also supposed to be immensely scary and dark. You know, you're what? dealing with de- you're dealing with demon gods and like you True. know what I mean, like and evil curses and like and not like oh the witch cursed the little girl like a Disney curse like a f- like a fucking real curse. <laughs> like, yeah. Um. I, I think whoever uh, – I would love to see – I think Hellboy is a show that could really – like is a property that could really work as a TV show. Dude, Hellboy um, is – it should. It should be its own TV show. But to actually make it the way you could, it would be extremely expensive to do. Yeah, totally. Like if you did it – if you did a Hellboy show where it's it's more episodic and it's about like – you know, every, it's a Monster of the Week show essentially. You literally – you don't even need to do it. I already know what it is. It's mm-hmm. a Monster of the Week. You call it The Adventures, the, the Adventures of the BPRD. Mm-hmm. The, the Bureau of Paranormal Research and Defense, mm-hmm. and that's just what you do. You can mm-hmm. call it the BPRD files. You mm-hmm. can go. I mean, you, the, you figure out what you want, but you basically yeah. just do. This is what Hellboy's up to this week, you mm-hmm. know. And then you have like a more sinister story overarching through the season mm-hmm. that will pay off in season two, and that already fixes where are we going to go in season two. Mm-hmm. And you you get the people who are making the boys to make it, and <laughs> there it is. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> yeah. See what yeah, I did there? You just made me. Yep, I see what you did. You yeah. <laughs> you scamp. Yeah. <laughs> um and it's uh so Hellboy, yeah, Hellboy the the yeah. David Harbor one didn't did not do well. No it did not. It's uh, it, uh it's, it domestically made 20 million dollars. <laughs> I liked it. There's a lot of things about it that I truly personally really like about it. Me too. But at the same time I was watching it, I was like, ah, this is not going to be for – because the true thing – the, the thing that I said about it is this – its greatest strength is its greatest weakness, mm-hmm. it's, and it's the same, is that they didn't make a movie for people that didn't know about Hellboy. And in this right. day and age of origin stories and all this stuff, you need to – and it's been long enough that Hellboy was such a niche cult, you know, two-shot that you really need to kind of reintroduce him and kind of be like, oh, this is what his deal is. Yep. And they didn't do that. The, this is what I'm saying. The greatest strength is greatest weakness, meaning they made a movie about Hellboy just for Hellboy fans, yep. which is why it was so good. If you're a Hellboy fan and you know all the little nuances and the little things, you're like, oh, that's tight. But if you don't know what Hellboy is, it's going to be a little rough for you. Totally, totally. And that was a disappointment. And that's what I – the thing that I enjoyed the most about it was the thing that I knew was the reason why it wasn't going to sell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I but, think you're, you're, you're spot on with that. Yeah. But there's potential for, you know, potential to remake it and re-envision it and redo it. 
But yeah, I think that totally. your idea is of it as like a hell, uh, ooh, ooh, not as a TV show, as a separate miniseries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. So do you just separate runs of miniseries and then you'd be done with it? Yeah. Um, before that, uh, we also sent a, uh, a still photo from Andor, a promotional yes, photo featuring uh, Diego Luna on a speeder bike with um, uh, Stellan Skarsgård in tow. Mm-hmm. Uh, looks great. I think it the, does look great. Yeah, everything about this looks cool. I, I love Diego Luna. Uh, Luna, I'm a huge fan. Oh, absolutely. He's so good. Yeah, Andor is going to be great. I'm looking forward to that show. I think it's going to be cool. It's, I think it's going to be good too. What, with, with this photo in mind and on screen, mm-hmm. what would you think about Diego Luna as Wolverine? I'm not mad at that at all. Right? I'm not mad at that at all. I think that'd be, yeah, I think that's great casting. I, I think he will. Looks wise. Yeah, totally. He'd have Looks, to do some accent work, but yeah. whatever. I think he's up to it. Totally. Um, I think Diego Luna is a, uh, a very, very, very talented actor. In in the Narcos Mexico series, mm-hmm. um, he does a lot of... Because of the nature of the character that he's playing, he often is the person in the room who's... Uh, he Because he's like the most powerful person in the room, he's often like listening to other people as they talk to him. And, mm-hmm. and you're watching him just kind of think through things. So he does a lot of acting with his eyes and his body. And I would love to that see him play... Wolverine. Yeah, that'd be great for Wolverine. I'd love to see him play... Um, more stuff because he he oh, he's yeah. a really talented really talented actor. He would actor. be really fun if they. Um, I know they're gonna do like a they're trying to redo it or whatever. But he would be fun. Speaking of history and fun things we could take it back to, if they did another like big budget Zorro movie. Yeah, he would be great as Don Diego de la Vega. Yeah, I think they're doing a series. Uh, uh, I think they're doing a Zorro. Yeah, I know series they are, and they're point. doing they're using Wilder Valderrama. I don't know why I <laughs> couldn't get that word that <laughs> yeah. out of my mouth. Which I'm not mad about that. I like Wilmer, Wilmer Valderrama, and I, have no I think with him. <laughs> I think he'll bring a fun charisma to it um, that I think will capture more, like kind of what Antonio Banderas kind of brought to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. But yeah, uh, Diego Luna, like Hollywood, take care of him because he's a great, 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 great talented actor. Oh yeah, um, no, seriously, he's he'll so end good. up in the Marvel universe at some point. I know he will, and he yeah. needs to. And ooh. Who would he play? You got a casting in mind? He, I don't know if he's... I think he might be too nice. Okay. But you could make him look, looks-wise, mm-hmm. he would make a pretty cool Reed Richards. It's true. That'd be cool. I'm trying to think. Let's see. Marvel characters. Diego Luna. <laughs> see if anyone else is. Oh, yeah. About good this. idea. I'm sure they have. Let's see. Nah, it's just a bunch of Star Wars stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Pretty much all he's doing right now. Yeah, I'll think about it, though, because I, I, there's... Man. Oh, It's got to go. be Let's out see. there. Let's see. Fan cast, Diego Luna. Um, someone said Sunspot. I don't know that character. It sounds an like X-Man. an X-Man. Yeah, it sounds like an X-Man. Uh, you know who I was thinking... Uh-huh. Which would be a good. Uh, I was talking with a buddy recently about this, and you know who would make a really good um, new like team project that they could do mm-hmm. is Alpha Flight, like the Canadian Avengers. Oh, I had, I don't had no idea what that is. Yeah, dude, there's Canadian Avengers. A uh, Wolverine was a part of them at one point. Oh, okay. Which would be if you introduced Wolverine, that would be a cool way to introduce Alpha Flight. Mm-hmm. 
But they That'd have like cool. they've got their own version of like Captain America, and like they've got this. Their Hulk is a is called Sasquatch, and it's a guy that turns into a giant Bigfoot. <laughs> That's awesome. It's great, man. It's really fun. They've got this other guy named Puck, and he's like this tiny guy that just bounces around all over the place and like rebounds and like does like flips and kicks and like punches people and he does all these acrobatics. It's cool. That's very funny. It's uh, very fun. <laughs> Speaking of uh, fan casting, another thing we sent to uh, each other was uh, an image that Boss Logic made of uh, the actor oh, yes. who plays Soldier Boy on the the Boys as. Yes. Solid Snake Solid from, Snake, yeah. from Metal Gear Solid, uh-huh. and I gotta say that's a pretty good casting. Like down mm-hmm. to his mannerisms, his like sort of he's funny, like he's funny without being funny. Like his sternness is what makes him funny, and like kind of like a uh, yes, uh, almost like a uh, Tommy Lee Jones kind of way. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, totally. I think that I, I forget the actor's name uh, who plays um, Soldier Boy, but he's really good. Oh, Jensen um, Ackles. Jensen Ackles. He's from Supernatural, right? Yep. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, he's from Supernatural. Yeah, he's great um, in The Boys. Yeah. He's awesome. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's so good. Yeah, and I think he would make a great Solid Snake. He's the right age, like, for Solid Snake. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I think that'd be great. He, he is looks on the great. Verge. I the... think now that he's done with Supernatural, because mm-hmm. that was a slog. I think they did, like, 22 <laughs> seasons or something. Yeah, that like show's that. on forever. Show's on forever. Mm hmm. Now that he's done, he's still relatively he's still young enough to start doing like other stuff that I'm like, cool, let's see what he gets up to now. Yeah. Totally. I'd totally be into that. Like just he 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 has a charisma that I think he's showing off in the boys. He also voices Batman. Oh, that mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense too. I wouldn't hate seeing him in the suit. Yeah, I wouldn't hate that either. Uh seeing how let him see if he could bring his physicality to his voice. That would be cool. Yeah, I'm trying to think uh, if there's a a Marvel or another Marvel, another DC or a Marvel character he could play at this point. Because I feel like oh, yeah. whenever there's someone who shows how much charisma he has, because not only is like the the most impressive thing about me to him, and and it's partly because of who he is, but it's also because of the way the character's written and handled on the right. show. But I really buy that Homelander is afraid of him. Yeah. And, like, that's not easy to do because Homelander, Anthony Starr in that role is very good and very scary in his own right. Mm-hmm. So the fact that he's, you know, believably afraid of this person, like, I think is uh, is is a testament to this guy's screen presence. Um, so I'm wondering, oh, yeah. like, who he could play. Um, I don't know. Oh, there's so many roles, man. <laughs> there are and yet there aren't. That's true. You know what I mean? Because like yeah. some of those characters rely on other characters to be introduced before they can be introduced. So you kind That's of true. have this stacking system. It's like domino effect, right? Yeah. Like you can't. It would not make sense to introduce. I mean, you could, but it wouldn't make sense right now to introduce Alpha Flight without the introduction of Wolverine. Totally. Yeah. No. Totally. I am in agreement. You know, like that's how you get to know these characters. So it's like, I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. It's. It's a weird sort of gatekeepy system they've got going with superheroes right now. Yep. Um, and I don't hate it, but I also kind of go, but if you don't pull the trigger on some things fast enough, you're going to lose I, what I would consider to be the perfect actor. Mm-hmm. And I don't know exactly what I'm <laughs> talking about. I'm just like, just be careful, people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, he's great. I hope he... Um, he's so good. I hope he, he ends up in more stuff. Um... Uh, I was gonna. I just watched something that came to mind, and I was gonna talk to you about. Oh, 
And unless you have anything else, we can probably like wrap up here with this. No, I'm good. Um, I'm good. Let's do it. Umbrella Academy. Haven't seen it. Okay, you should watch it. It's good. Okay. Um, started the first. I started the first season. I got like three episodes in. Yeah, keep going. And then it wasn't doing anything for me. Yeah, keep going. The first season okay. is, the first season I enjoyed, but it is it is I think. Um, it's the most polarizing season because it is doing a lot of like, um, it's doing it, it's really lean. I mean, this show really leans into like. You have to care that those people are a family, and you have to mm-hmm. kind of like buy their relationships. So yep. I think it's and one I of those. Yeah, I I totally get that. But <laughs> I think it's one of those shows where, um, because of that, spending more time with the characters will make the show better for you. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I would say give it a, give it a shot. Um, but season three just went up on Netflix and I watched the whole thing over in about a week. Um, Mm -hmm. season three is very good. Um, yeah, it's very good. Uh, and I like it because the season one, the episodes are kind of slow. Uh, season two, it kind of picks up and season three is like a breeze. Like it it is cause you know, you know what they're setting up for and you're just like, I'm trying to watch this play out. Um, yeah, cool. it's it's good. Um, every, everybody's good. Um, Elliot Page's uh, Elliot Page's character transitions on the show. Oh, um, cool. and they handle that very nicely okay. and not super melodramatically. Um, it, like it, it's all handled very nicely and and sweetly and professionally and great. And it's a big. It's right. like not a huge part of the character. Uh, uh, the character. Uh, the characterization, sure. but it is like an important moment for that character in the show. So it's it's really good. Cool. I, like I think that. Yeah, the show's being handled really well. The all the performances are really good. Um, one of the characters who was like my the most irritating character in the first season, uh, which is the character of um, Klaus. Who's kind of like okay. uh, the guy who can talk to dead people, and he's kind of like a drug addict and kind of like yeah. the Russell Brandy kind of guy. Yes, <laughs> he he becomes a very lovable character by the end of the third season, and really well, has I didn't an arc. find his character to be annoying at all in the first season. I wanted to spend more time with him. <laughs> See that I, I had the opposite first impression of him, okay, um, but fair he enough. he becomes a much more um, likable character in my opinion. Uh, all all the the characters are really cool. Some of the powers in the show are really really interesting. Um, yeah, I, I like it. Um, it's definitely not a show for everybody because it definitely has like, like, I think this show is smart enough not to lean too far into like young adult novel, like hot topic territory, but it does okay. kind of lean that uh, way a little okay. bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, it's um, Gerard from Gerard uh, Way my from chemical, uh, yeah, yeah so my chemical romance. You're so gonna it's like get it, some it is of a that. hot topic yeah. little. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, they kind of get a little bit. Uh, they get away from that a little bit in the third season, and it's a little bit more okay. like. I mean, it's more violent for sure. Uh, it, it's good. It's good. I if cool. if you can make it to season three, do it. If not, I'm not yeah. going to hold you. No, um, I'll check it out. I mean, you know, I need to go back through and start cleaning up my Netflix list anyway. So yeah, it's like totally may as well get started yep. with that. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's a good place to start, um, and that is a good place to stop. Uh, ooh, <laughs> ooh, good sir. Professional podcasters, are we? <laughs> Look at our dismount. <laughs> um, Derek, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me at Cinephile84, that's capital C-I-N-E-P-H-I-L-E-8-4 on Instagram, and Derek underscore Nickel, that's 
Derek, D-E-R-E-K underscore N-I-C-K-E-L on Twitter. Great. You can find me, uh, Asan the DJ, on Instagram at A-H-S-O-H-N the DJ. Um, you can find episodes of this podcast and more at Weekly Regular on social media and weeklyregular.com. Derek, thank you so much again for uh, joining me on the show, and we'll see y'all next week. <laughs> <laughs>